Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Randall, welcome back. Thanks for sitting down another week. You are very welcome. So, Randy, you know, there's three kinds of people in this world. Yes. People who can count and people who can't. That's good. There you go. Is that the joke? That's the joke for the week. That's a good, uh, you can guess where I got that one from? It's where uh, Jordan Sittler. No, no. It's where <laughs> all good jokes come from. Your children. Nate Eisenhower. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Nate. I, you yeah, know, Nate. I, I just threw my daughter under the bus because she, she is a good source of jokes. She yeah. was reading through a joke book a couple weeks ago and just making us laugh. So, oh, my. all right, I'm going to make a note to myself. Next week, we're getting a Maddie joke. Okay. Okay. I'm writing it on my on hand. Your, on your Evernote. Yeah. My Evernote never leaves me. Always with me, Maddie. Great. So we were in the Sermon on the Mount. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. I know. Um, it's been really good. We are, yeah, right over halfway through, I think. I'm glad you think that of the scriptures. That gives me confidence in you. What? That you think the scriptures are good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You should. You growing confidence in me. Um, so I got a couple of really just... <clears throat> As practical questions as you can get this week, I okay. think, Great. anyway. Excellent. Um, so I think they're going to be good. But let us let me just review or preview, yeah, a little bit where we were, review where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, this charge from Jesus to not think about the things of this world in a way that it's so easy, especially like you said for us in America, to, to look at them, treasure, laying up treasures on earth. So... Um, Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 24. Don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Um, And then the two illustrations that he gives there, the Mm -hmm. eye uh, being the lamp of the body, and then no one can serve two masters. Um, And I thought one of your examples was really just point on in the way that we think about uh, the way our emotions as a country go up and down, presidential approval ratings go up and down, um, just how uh, money can affect our day, Mm -hmm. you know, for good or for bad. Um, And you, and you see it. I, uh, I, I don't live in Philly. So as another example, I don't live in Philadelphia, but I've heard that on a Monday where the Eagles lose, in fo- the football season, the previous day, people say, you can tell people are just like, they're down, they're a little gloomy as frustrated, but when they win, their spirits are up, you know? And I think across America, that's how it is with our, um, with our finances. Yeah. With the economy, mm-hmm. if things are going well, yeah, people are kind of upbeat and they have a positive outlook and, mm-hmm. you know, the sky's, the sky's bright. But when things are heading down, we start to get anxious, we can panic, we can start to worry. And um, so, yeah, it really affects us. And I thought the the presidential approval rating is probably one that it always correlates with the economy Mm -hmm. uh, to a point. Yeah. Um, So that was that was good. Um, So you ready for question number one? Mm -hmm. Okay. sure. You you said um, sometimes someone will take a job like 
extra hours yeah. or take a, a part-time job. So yeah. hypothetically speaking, um, let's say someone has a storm door to replace in their mm-hmm. house, sliding glass door, and uh, they're presented mm-hmm. with an opportunity to coach a junior high soccer team and make a little extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be wrong for them to take that job to pay for that door replacement? No. Okay. So, but how should that person think about that process? Mm-hmm. You know, good. you've got a need, yeah. you got a way to make a little extra money, mm-hmm. but we don't, you know, that door is only going to last so long. That's the key. Uh, I mean, the key is that you're thinking about, we're thinking about uh, that door is important. Yeah. We need that door. I would like to cover the cost of that door by picking up some extra hours. As opposed to, how about the person who says, we really need a door. Uh, we're going to buy the door, but I'm going to cut back on my tithe. Mm, mm-hmm. So one of the things that um, you know I've been trying to get to for myself this week, and Michelle and I have talked about it a lot leading into Sunday, was so where where is how can how can you establish a baseline? Yeah. So that you know that you're not laying up treasures in, in on earth. Yeah. And one way to do that, and I've and I, and I mentioned this on Sunday as far as who would have heard this. But in the Welcome to the Faith Family class, one of the things that we do is we talk about the, the importance of a Christian, a Christian response to giving, a Christian understanding to giving. And so if you could just start with, I know I'm not laying up treasures on earth because my priority giving is, is for God mm-hmm. and his kingdom. That's untouchable. So all I'm doing is just sort of saying a quick, I think the quick answer uh, yeah. is no. Uh, that it's uh, not wrong. It's not wrong for that person to take on extra hours to buy a storm door, mm-hmm. which is obviously not the same as the person saying, "I'm going to take on extra hours because I really want more things." Okay, right. So, so what I if could... it was something different than a storm door, yeah, such as yeah, let's say something like this: what a if, new couch, or I was going to say, uh, you know, another motorcycle. So what if I, yeah. uh, what if I said? You know, I, I really want to. I, I really want to pick up some more money. I want to make more money because I'd like to have a newer, nicer motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is that right or wrong? I go back to my 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 basic formula, and this is what I was hoping we could get to today. Anyway, mm-hmm. because of because we didn't do it on Sunday, but I thought, okay, here's my basic formula, and I did mention this by the way to a, a, a couple on Sunday. So my formula is uh, something like this, according to the Old Testament scriptures and the New Testament scriptures on giving. First of all, I want to make sure that, my, that I am tithing on my gross income. Not net, but gross. Mm-hmm. God gets a percentage of our income gross, our gross income. Second, uh, Michelle and I have always tried to practice we also want to be living within our means in such a way that we always have extra for being generous to people in need. Maybe, uh, maybe an individual or a family or a mission agency. Like yeah. I have such a heart for these pastors slugging. I know I mentioned this to someone the other day, and Michelle and I have talked about this a lot too. I have such a heart for these pastors in places in the world where they have absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And here I am in this cushy building yeah. With books all over the place and, and electronics and computers mm-hmm. and software and blah, blah, blah. 
and there are yeah. there are men slugging it out with mm-hmm. nothing. So uh, so the formula for us is baseline tithing off our gross income. Second, living within within our means so that we are able to to be generous to people, to be kind to people in need or or special agencies in need or you know those kinds of things. If those two things are set, mm-hmm. now the issue of should I buy this or that is different. Because I'm not now focused on the material things at the expense of the kingdom of God. Now, I'm not saying this is the only way to do it. I'm saying this is our way of trying to establish a baseline. Am I laying up treasures on earth or not? Mm-hmm. Um, what do I value more? Mm-hmm. And remember, I did say on Sunday, if you were listening, every one of us needs to exercise godly wisdom to determine what's right for us. Yeah. Because the scriptures in the Old and New Testament concerning giving are not clear enough to mm-hmm. establish this is exactly how you ought to give and I ought to give in every single incident. Yeah. So we need wisdom. All right. So I like that baseline. I'm going to play that out a little bit. So your two criteria are, am I tithing off of my gross income? Yeah. And do I have extra money so that I can be generous uh, for yep. whatever the need that presents itself? Yeah. Um, and you're just saying the Old New Testament, they don't, they're not clear on how much. What is clear and uh, has become more obvious to me is that their their tithe, their tenth, uh, was a baseline for them. Yeah, just um, to start. Yeah, just a starting place. And then beyond that, there was a lot of extra giving. Yeah. And so I think I've always grown up with uh, kind of that mindset, well, okay, well, let's, let's give a tenth. Sure. You know, and that's kind of like a good, a good measuring mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. And it can be a good measuring yeah. bar. I want to make sure it's not just a, a checklist thing. Yeah. Again, getting back to Sermon on the Mount. It's a heart, recreated heart That's here. Right. So I'm giving from a place of, um, how's First Corinthians put it? God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. So I'm giving out of cheerfulness and uh, gratitude. Um, and it can be 9%. It could be 11%. It, yeah. But either way, yep. I want to be yep. generous. And I think um, one thing that that kind of gets at is the second of the two illustrations, mm-hmm. the single focused eye. Yeah. And the two masters, yeah. if if you're giving until it hurts, that's a that practice of giving keeps you from serving two masters. It keeps you from being double focused oh, because yeah. you you can't give till it hurts. And right, I then there's been a few times where because I have not paid attention to and Michelle knows that I don't pay attention to any of these things. So there's been a few times where at the end of the year, I look at the report Mm -hmm. and I go, wow. And I smile to myself. Wow. What could I have done with that money (laughs) that I gave to the Lord's work? I mean, you you go to the Mm -hmm. end of your year and you look at that lump sum and you go, wow, I could have, I could have, I could have, I could have. There's the lay, you know, the, uh, that, that laying up for your, for yourself, the treasures on earth, you become fixed on my comfortable American lifestyle, mm-hmm. which, uh, so I, I, you know, just to be clear about, I, you know, I really appreciate the person bringing up a, 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 a specific like that. Yeah. Because the question does go back, as you said, mm-hmm. to the heart. And so if you were thinking about, if you were thinking about your own relationship to this text, are you laying up treasures on earth? You, you, you might, or, or go to the, uh, go to 20. 
lay out for yourself treasures in heaven. Are you doing that? One of the things you can ask yourself is, remember, am I honoring God with my giving? The key is honor. Mm -hmm. Remember, the Old Testament word for that is the word that's translated heavy. So does your giving... Uh, does your giving display this fact that you think God is a weighty person? Mm-hmm. Does your giving suggest that? Yeah. And that's that's where you really want to start. And that's one of my favorite ways to analyze giving is to go back. And I think that that word, by the way, is coming from Proverbs. And so, you know, uh, you know, you're honoring the Lord, let's say, with your first fruits might be the actual reading of, the, of mm-hmm. one of those texts. So you can ask yourself that, am I honoring God with my giving? But then remember from Sunday, not just the, uh, not only your, uh, your checkbook, but also your, your calendar. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can do the same with your calendar too. Just ask yourself, am I, does my, uh, does my uh, calendar reflect any kingdom priorities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a super practical thing to do because I forget who I said it to, but um, if you look at your, your, credit card statement or your checkbook, whatever you can log, wherever you log that stuff and your calendar, you can tell a lot about what a person prioritizes. You can. If you saw mine, if I saw yours and anyone else saw mine, they would know what's important to me. Yeah. The regulars are there. Yeah. They would know what some of the hobbies are that I have, what I spend my money on, where Mm -hmm. I devote my time. Exactly. Um, So the second question here was just really right along that same line. Um, But it's one that I know folks probably struggle with a little bit more than in a storm door and uh it's buying a car um Mm -hmm. so how do we buy a car so let's use the same formula okay Mm -hmm. except we'll add one kind of one snag to it uh not a snag one other element let's use the same formula um actually and again uh you know bless her heart michelle thinks through these things a lot and has has a lot of good insight so when she said she said well should when when we're trying to buy a car should we buy a less expensive car mm-hmm. when we're when we're buying clothing should we buy less expensive clothing when we yeah. buy there's there's a couple of ways to look at that yeah. all right so um before i forget one is value uh i'm i'm one of the books that i that i am trying to read through but i'm not making a whole lot of progress is i think the title is fewer better things the argument of the book is that we're actually we're actually not wise stewards if we buy cheap made items. Mm-hmm. So that may not be the best angle for a Christian to say, I'm going to buy cheap. Right. Because as far as a disciple it. maker, yeah. that may not be. So I just throw that out there. Again, use wisdom in this. However, watch the watch how the formula works for me. Okay. So for me, is my tithe solid? The way we want it, to, the way Michelle and I want it to be. Yeah. Is it solid? Is it in the right place? Okay, check. Yes. Are we living within our means so that we can still be generous when the need is presented to us? Mm-hmm. Let's just give me give me the benefit of the doubt. Check. You, you Ask Michelle. It. Check. Now the car. Um. I remember Bob Minyard, bless his heart, Bob Minyard, some of you remember Bob. I remember Bob saying, oh, I wanted so badly to have a, a red Mustang. Mm-hmm. I wanted a red Mustang. If you remember Bob, he was such a neat 
uh, in certain and neat's not even that's <laughs> not was. even an appropriate yeah. that's not a good english word for him at all he was a magnificent person there you go. in so many ways christian citizen all of these things just a great guy to be around mm -hmm. um but he always wanted a red a red mustang mustang in 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 a, in a if I remember, it could have been a red convertible Mustang, but I don't, I don't remember what the top was. But I do remember him saying to me, I never felt like I could do that because of what other Christians would think. Mm. So yeah. what he was feeling is what a lot of us feel mm -hmm. in the Christian community is we have to explain ourselves if we have the means to have nice things. Mm -hmm. Add to that the wrinkle of culture. So... Um, you know, there is a sense in which I'm living in this particular location. And so when I look around this church constituency, what's being driven out there? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just pointing at the parking lot. Yeah. But what's minivan? What's, lots of minivans. Love them. But there's other there's other vehicles of all makes, models, size and yeah. you name it's out there. So there yep. is a, there is sort of a being culturally sensitive uh, as well. But with the baseline in place, check, 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 check. Am I a materialist because I buy a nice, expensive car? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. P uh, God, God has blessed me. I'm playing a role now, although this is this is true. But I'm playing a role like if I was a super wealthy Christian. I'm playing mm -hmm. a role in saying, you know, God has blessed me with wealth. I am honoring Him with my giving. The way I check those boxes off, so He's not concerned that I have a nice things. Right. The same with clothing, mm -hmm. right? Although there's other Christians that might say, no, actually, I can't afford, I can't afford a, what now I hear is like $100 jeans. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't buy $100 jeans, I don't think. But Goodness. someone might say, I can't afford that. Mm -hmm. That that doesn't make them uh, a spiritual person necessarily. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, in other words, it does come down to the heart and what's our attitude towards God and his kingdom. And it should affect the way in which we treasure these things, the car, mm -hmm. the clothes, the shoes. You know, shoes would be another one. I could spend mm -hmm. a fortune, I think, on shoes. Yeah, for real. And so uh, anyway, I'm just I'm just trying to make an attempt to say a lot of it depends on go back to that formula. Yeah. Does that help you? So you can be a poor person, relatively speaking, and still have treasures on earth that you're out of, you're quite frankly, you're out of line. Yeah. And you can be a rich person, yeah. ten times the salary, yep. but be in the yep. right place. Yeah. And one of the conversations I had after church was right down that line where it's not just wealthy people that are. It's not just wealthy people that's uh, that Jesus is addressing in this text. Mm -hmm. uh, both the not so wealthy and the wealthy, they all potentially can have hearts that want these earthly things so badly that they take over and control like the master mm -hmm. doesn't matter what your economic status is right yep so it's something for all of us to hear but in america for sure the temptation and i think it came through a little bit in that prayer uh that i, I found and i that was just an excerpt i that wasn't even the whole prayer um that was such a great prayer man i was it was i was really listening and praying it it was actually titled a prayer for shopping and so it was three times that length yeah um, but more detailed to shopping sections of it's it. So I took good. those sections out, but, um, but appropriate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we just, that temptation that if I buy this, if I wear this, I'm going to be viewed more 
successfully. There's all kinds of just sinful tendencies that come come up when you talk about materialism. Um, but I liked how that prayer closed. Uh, the guy wrote, "Freeing us, Lord, free us from a service to things by daily increasing our devotion to you." Man, and so look so at that's how you bow. Yeah, and and you cannot serve God and money. And here's this great prayer saying, you know, thank you for freeing us up so we could serve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. So this was a a very practical thing, a text that I think is going to hit us, you know. In, in like you said, in America, in a way that we need to pay attention. I don't have any other questions, but do you have any other thoughts to flesh this out a little bit? Yeah, only to say, look, that the, the, the teaching is simple as far as what is Jesus saying? Yeah. We're not supposed to, remember, we're not supposed to want to keep valuable things safe that belong to this earth. That was the repetitive word here, this laying up treasure, that wordplay, that Greek wordplay. It is critical to just look at this text and say, I I know I'm serving God, not money, because, and here's my proof. Mm -hmm. That's important. If you're serious about walking with the Lord, you cannot follow him and violate this particular text. And we've been saying every week, right in the readings, that Chapter 520 is not optional. That righteousness that must exceed, exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees, uh-huh. that's, that is required. And part of that ultra-righteousness is I need to be able to come to the end of this reading and say, I am a God server. Mm-hmm. And it shows in the way in which I think about the things in this world. They are not controlling me. Yeah. They're not my master. God is my master, and it shows in my lifestyle. And uh, the the fact that we are Americans and most of us are comfortable makes this text very, very difficult. Yes, but the other thing is remember that historically, we would say that in the American church, hardly anybody tithes. I mean, let's let's just let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Let that just sink in a little bit. Have we had has Jesus touched? on a, a nerve, as he touched a nerve, as he hit an important part of following him? He mm-hmm. has because uh, you, you, you can analyze virtually every local church and you would be appalled at the number of people who tithe off on their gross income. Mm-hmm. And if people would just do that baseline that I talked about, yeah, if they just did that, church budgets would be radically changed. They would be transformed and good local churches with those new budgets would have tons of money available for, mm-hmm. especially a church like ours, to take on all kinds of mm-hmm. disciple making kingdom enterprise things. So it, it is, yeah. it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and maybe my final thought is like the payout on the other side, it, it feels like materialism and having things is really going to just amp my life up and take yeah. it to another level. Nice. Um, but quite frankly, it does the opposite. And if you've been overwhelmed by those things and the materialistic mindset, you know that you're never satisfied right. uh, with those yeah. things. They only just yeah. keep you in the bondage yeah. of things of this earth. So when you're actually able to get let go yeah. of 
the financial piece yeah. and the, the concern over what you have and what you don't have and storing up things, it it's a, actually a much more freeing, uh, joyful way to live. And that's yeah. what God's Jesus is pointing oh, yeah. us to. Oh, yeah. Right. And <laughs> but it's not easy. You're, uh, wow, your comment about the payoff is so helpful, though, mm -hmm. because this is the contrast between on earth versus in heaven, the yeah. treasures, yeah. which one is more valuable. Mm -hmm. And as you said, wealthy, if you've read anything about uh, from a wealthy, a super wealthy person, mm -hmm. if they're honest, when they're asked, you know, how much money is enough? Mm -hmm. the, the common refrain is one more dollar. always one more dollar. So was, uh, was, Rockefeller, yeah. I think, was oh, the yeah, quote. which was one of the big ones, you know. Uh -huh. so, yeah, yeah. but you're but you're right, Jonathan. The payoff for us is huge. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. All right, so we've gone a little long again this week, but that's yeah. okay. Uh, this is really good. Good conversation. It's going to be shorter than last week's. I okay, think. Okay, good. So good. that's good. And that'll uh, make Ray Newland happy. I'm sure. And it, Andy Mumper. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Makes yeah. them feel a lot better. Yeah. Uh, about themselves. So great. Well, yeah. Keep the questions coming in. Um, and yeah, we'll get to them as best we can and, and uh, hash them out here. So hopefully that was helpful to you. It's really our prayer coming in that this would be an opportunity for you to just digest and process the sermon from Sunday a little bit further. And then next week we'll, we'll be in the Bible again. Matthew. We will. Yeah, Lord 625. Willing. Yeah. My subtitle says, Don't Be Anxious. It's a good subtitle. Are we going to finish the whole chapter? chapter I'm hoping. Six? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a busy Sunday, though. we got the Smiths, Brian yeah. and Lori. Yeah, we do. We've got Smiths yeah, coming baby. up. Baby, baby dedication. Baby dedication. Babies, babies. Child. Yeah, okay. the Swigert girls. Oh, wow. Swigert ladies. Little KJ and, and is, it, is it Kendall? Kendall, Kendall. and wow. Kinsley, yeah. Wow. Friends Day is coming up soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, invite your friends out to that. September 18th. Yeah, and uh, check the realm. If you check that realm post too and, and add your prayers to ours for this growing list of potential invitees. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, we're on a mission together. Uh, thanks for listening. And again, we hope this is helpful. And Randy and I will see you on Sunday. We're going to be here, right? Lord willing. We're going to be here. All right. Willing. Love you guys. See ya. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.